wild card, bitches. <laughs> Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever, assuming we decide to record an episode uh, once every, oh, God knows how long. I don't want to talk about how long that is. What I do want to say is thank you for staying subscribed. Some of you heard on the Film Find, or, uh, or on uh, HMP, that we're going to be recording more episodes uh, of this show. And yes, indeed, you have downloaded one of those episodes. Thank you. And that's right. You heard the song at the beginning here. Oh, because we've got somebody familiar back in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the Film Fine, Matt Smith. Oh, shit. It's oh. great to be back, Adam. Oh, boy, man. I am uh, I'm excited. Uh, we're, we're all in a bit, of a, uh, a bit of a quarantine sort of situation here, and uh, we've got a little bit of time on our hands, and we figured, hey, since we've got all this time on our hands, let's try to uh, bring a little bit of uh, fun and entertainment and all that kind of bull crap uh, to our... Our audience, who I'm sure never, never left, never once. Well, you know, I we've been talking about sort of bringing this show back in some form for a little while, and I think uh, you know this just provided the actual opportunity to sit down and make it happen. Quite the, uh, yeah, quite quite the impetus to just go like, okay, well, now now where are your excuses? Do you have any? Because if you do, uh, you're full of crap. I mean, I'm still very busy, but I don't leave the house now, so yeah, you know, just. He's he makes so many quilts you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, and out of my own pubic hair too. Hey, hey whatever's comfy <laughs> is comfy. All right. I probably should not have said that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's not actually out of. Pubic They'll hair. either sell more Spe- or less. Not my own. <laughs> it's not my pubes. <laughs> Selling somebody else's. Don't ask uh, how I get them. Well, That's none well, of your we business. Bring it back uh, all classy, right from the beginning. Hey, listen, it's it's as if we had never left. <laughs> It's about the same crappy that you remember from before, just at a just at a different time. That's all. That's uh, true. But over the uh, over the next couple of shows, we're going to be talking about things because, uh, as we said, uh, things are a little bit different now. The film find itself has actually gone over a, a several different types of iterations and different things that we have done over the years, kind of. Uh, transitioning different formats and stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, remember the early shows? They used to go like three hours long. It was insane. Yeah, we used to get hate mail about them. Yeah, it was just like, (laughs) hey, for God's sake, the rest of us have lives. And and, and part of me was just like, you can come back to it at any time. But we learned our lesson, and honest to God, the numbers went up when we started making the shows around an hour long. Yeah, we we quickly uh, learned, I think Adam more than me, I was kind of always on the, hey, these are really long train. But uh, I think you you kind of got the got the uh, gist that uh, 
not everybody can uh, can just do uh, hardcore history. And, yeah, uh, and expect people to to tune in. <laughs> no, listen, and and that's the thing. And I listen to a couple of podcasts that are exceptionally long podcasts, and I listen, and mm-hmm. some of them come out a couple times a week, and I more than gladly uh, listen to them. But I also had to realize, uh, I ain't no, not everybody's me. Not everybody's just a weirdo like me. So uh, we scaled things back. Numbers got better, and you know, and now we're gonna we we were doing actually when the show first first started, it was like a new release, a classic release, and uh, you know a genre release, and yep. then. Uh, we had stuff where it was just like we just did nothing but new releases and stuff. But now well, we've back come in the halcyon days of uh, of movie pass. Oh man, the, the, the first movie time, not the second time. But the yeah, first not time. even. Yeah, exactly. Not even the time that everyone jumped aboard movie pass. We were doing it before it was cool. And yeah, uh, spending thirty five a month on it. Yeah, and honestly. It was still it was a, worth it. Then it was too. a great deal. It was a really great deal. Like, and when they were like, "Oh, it's like now it's what twenty or something like." It was something ridiculously low. Yeah, no surprise that that thing it jumped. To, it was it was ten bucks a month. It was nine ninety nine. Like clearly that was not going to happen. Yeah, that was such a horrible decision. I mean, like I I get it. L- membership was and through the roof. It. And oh, it was it was fantastic. We used the hell out of it, and uh, that was the problem. That was the problem. <laughs> then and then all of a sudden they just they, they looked in their wallet and they're just like, "Hey, why's all my money gone? Uh, you screwed up, buddy. That's your fault." <laughs> I, I listen. I will applaud your uh, your uh, your heart, but your business acumen probably not is exactly where it needs to be. Well, just just last month, I believe they filed finally for uh, for bankruptcy. Oh man, and it was always cute seeing those people come in with the movie pass into the theater and stuff. And like half the time, they were just they were like, "Gotta hope it goes through." <laughs> they yeah. really they yeah. were the 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 people that held on to the end. God bless them. They they tried super hard and they would get blacked out on things all the time. It was a it was a real mess. Boy, they they that company had a roller coaster ride of stuff. So. But we're at a different time now. All the theaters are closed. Uh, I, I'm a manager of a movie theater no longer. Uh, hopefully, when that comes back, I'll, I'll have a job again. That's what I've been told. So, uh, fingers crossed And whenever we get back to normal land. But in the meantime, uh, that's one of the big reasons that we're back. Not only are we going to talk about you know stuff that we have on streaming and stuff, uh, it's just... We need to talk a little bit about the world, a little bit about how things are going to go now, because uh, what was it? It was it last week or maybe even the week before? Which was mm-hmm. the first week? Was the first weekend? I think in God knows how long, almost the existence of when we started recording uh, the numbers, uh, the box office was zero. Yeah, like that's a that's an insane thought, and 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 yeah. we've hit that point. Well, you know they're they're playing around with some strategies to to uh, try and boost that a little bit. Uh, you know, not box office, but at least first run run take. And uh, it's it's a weird time, man. I you know I you have experience managing theaters. I have experience managing theaters. We know a little bit about that business. I cannot tell you uh, what like how crazy this is right now, actually. To, to not have that be a venue to go to. Yeah, it's like, you know, receipts were down over, you know, by and large for just about everything. I mean, even before all this hit, uh, you know, people were not going to the movies nearly as much. Uh, but certainly with this, and then now we've literally shut everything down, there's nowhere to go. Well, actually, there's nowhere to go but up at this point, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, I guess so. 
So, so, but uh, what we're gonna do is, uh, so we've decided that we're gonna put together this little episode, talk about, uh, about the streaming, how things are going to kind of work, what we're going to be doing on this show a little bit, and give you guys uh, a couple of more bite-sized sort of episodes. Nothing too awful long. We're probably not going to go full hours for all these episodes. It's just as long as the show kind of needs to be. If that's 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever, that's what we're going to do. And uh, hopefully we'll have several of these things out throughout the uh week here and everything. So uh, you have something to do. You have some recommendations. And, and let's be honest... Uh, now we're at a time where you have so many more options. At least, like, I'll say this: as horrible as all of this stuff is, as horrible as you know us being quarantined in our own homes and all that kind of jazz. Uh, as far as the the history of things go, as far as entertainment is concerned, it couldn't have happened at a better time. Had this happened 15 years ago, <laughs> yeah, boy, oh boy. Uh- it would have been a lot more uh, fucking D and D games. Yeah, started a up. lot more boring. That. But now we have we have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have Shutter, we have the Criterion Channel, we have Amazon Prime, we have uh, like movies have being Disney streamed Plus. out on Voodoo, Disney Plus. Exactly. There's so if this keeps many. Dragging on next month, we're gonna have HBO Max. So. Yeah, there's gonna be there's a ton of stuff, you know, and so. Uh, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be looking at some of those things and uh, over the next couple of days and stuff, and uh, all kinds of different options. And the cool part is, is that you don't even have to leave your house to see most of these things. And chances are, you probably have most of the uh, services with which to uh, get those uh, movies that we'll be talking about. So stay tuned, stay subscribed, and all that good jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please please listen to us talk about these things. <laughs> because we've got nothing else to do. We're stuck just like you. It's A-OK, though. Uh, but so with with how things are coming out and everything, what do you think is like the, the trajectory of how all this is going to go? How does the movie theater business kind of end up getting back on track once things... You know, I'm going to I'd like to try to be as positive as I can just because, Uh you know, I want to bolster my own (laughs) my own well-being. And I just go when this is over as soon as it can be. uh, How does how does how does this affect the movie theaters? When will when will we kind of see things start to go back to normal? Will things be normal? Because there's some people out there that say uh, this may be the point of no return for theaters. What do you think about that? I I don't believe that. Uh, That's been a constant prediction for, as you know, the past like 15 to 20 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since Netflix, but, but you know, even further than that, the clo- the collapsing release window for things like D, right? Because mm-hmm. VHS used to be released for purchase much later than theatrical and rental release, uh, right? That that window was sometimes a year out. I remember like being able to rent Jurassic Park in 1993 or four. Uh, a good six months or so before I could purchase the VHS. Uh, So I spent a lot more money renting it at Blockbuster and Energy Video in Lancaster um, than uh, I did buying, like, the two copies that I eventually ended up buying. But once DVD came along, that window really collapsed to about, you know, two to three months yeah, I'd say I'd say yeah, average is about three months. I mean, if it's like a, a big movie, sometimes you'll have It'll like go maybe longer. Six. And it, but even that's been collapsing, mm-hmm. right? So like, uh, you know, the average really for the life of DVD has been about three months or so, and it's been getting shorter. Here's here's where I think uh, theatrical exhibition will be after this. I think it's going to be very strong, 
And I think it's going to be that because people are really in about two months time uh, going to want to get out of their goddamn house. Mm -hmm. I think they're wanting to go out and do stuff. That's why that's why so many people are still getting sick, honestly, is because people aren't listening and they keep going out and trying to do shit. Wild card, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think that theatrical exhibition will recover now. When that is will largely, I think, depend on uh, how many big releases get moved to the fall or spring of next year that were slated to come out in May or June. Uh, if if all of that stuff that was slated for May and June starts to get back ended and pushed further out, who the hell knows what it looks like? Yeah, and I would say this, one of the uh, – my GM probably, oh, maybe a week and a half ago or so uh, – Mm-hmm. Sent a sent us all a Forbes article, and that was actually pretty positive uh, for for when film uh, comes back online for everybody and stuff as well. And how they tend to be one of the uh, few places that will be able to come back and come back flourishing. Now, here's why: I didn't think about this, but uh, after reading this article, I thought it was a uh, pretty intriguing. So. With all the films and stuff that are out right now, everything that was out for like the past month and whatnot, that's gone. It's all out. And one of the big yeah. things with movie theaters is that you've got some flicks that have been there for, you know, obviously the, the, you know, they came out on Friday, and there's other movies that have been there for several weeks, sometimes even way, way longer. Like we played Bohemian Rhapsody to like fucking March or some shit. It was, an, it was insane. Yeah, it all depends on how much money it makes week to week. I remember back when, for example, of, of this, I remember back when the third Born movie came out, Born Ultimatum, I believe. That, is that the third one? I think so, yeah. Identity, yeah, Ultimatum is the third. So back when that came out, the theater I was working at had that movie. That movie came out in June that year, I believe, sometime in the summer. Mm -hmm. We had that movie, and it would sell out every single weekend. You know, we kept moving it into the smaller houses, so by the end it was playing to like, you know, 85 people or whatever. But it would sell out the theater uh, every single weekend, at least in the evening shows, through November. And the only reason we got rid of it was because uh, holiday movies started coming out. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the last vestige of anything that had lingered. And the reason that we hold up, held on to it is if it's selling out and it's that far out, the percentage on ticket share goes up. Oh, yeah. You, the, right? the theater like the itself gets more money. suck. But after that, theaters make money off of it. And we, uh, oh gosh, we played Knives Out well into like February or something. I mean, it was yeah, a, a lot of theaters here in Atlanta did as well because it was just uh, it kept selling. We we moved it to like smaller theaters and stuff, and those smaller theaters would end up selling out, and then we'd move it up into bigger theaters like the next week on account of people were still like it was out on Blu-ray, literally yeah, out there, on Blu-ray for like yeah, two was, weeks, and people still kept coming. See that had it for two weeks after it had been out on Blu-ray. It's crazy, and so but so that's. Things are getting a little bit different, but the cool part is, is so instead of having all those kind of backlog movies and stuff like that, when this comes back online, they're not going to put out movies that came out four or five months ago. They're going to give you all new movies. Every movie, like, and there's times that that just doesn't happen. It just does not happen in the movie industry that they're like, okay, we're going to be releasing, you know, let's call it four, five, six movies. I, I, you know, who who knows? I'm just guessing here. But let's say we're going to release six new movies uh, in, in in this opening week. They're going to, it's going to be diverse. People are going to go see whatever. 
And then there's going to be so many new things out that people will continue to go further on. And so uh, it's it feels like the movie theater uh, industry has a little bit better of a uh, an, an outlook when things first start back. Because I think a lot of people that's just going to be um, trickle. Trickle effect. Some people will they'll have more and more and more and more. But movie theaters, they may go back on kind of full swing there just on account of they've, they'll have so much new stuff when everything hits and when everybody gets the okay and people will want to come out and just get out of the house and stuff. So I, I think you're absolutely right. This this is probably not the end. But but you're right. But they've been so they've been they've been talking about that. I mean, even so, like even all the way back to the invention of the television, people. Oh yeah, and, and well, and part of it is just so the exhibition part of the industry is admittedly volatile, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and I know this. Um, the profit margins on movies on movie theaters are not massive. Uh, they do make money, and they are like pretty good money generators but because of the percentages on box office that doesn't always translate into how much money the theater makes mm-hmm. um so they are a little volatile and it does re- it is a volume business right the, the you want 30 percent of the people coming in to purchase a drink or popcorn in order to keep things afloat and beyond that you're in like pretty solid profit margin territory and that's where at least my theater has like a distinct advantage of this as also being, you know, like a full service restaurant and everything as well. So we we obviously end up making more money on per cap than, you know, anybody else does because right. most people are like, oh, I get a ticket and a soda. All right. That's like we'll call it. Tw- let's be you know just a quick round. We'll call it twenty five bucks a person. Right here. Yeah. You know, it, it ends up being much, much higher on account of like, oh, we can serve you a full meal and alcohol. And of course, you'll spend much, much more there than you would at your uh, standard movie theater. So it, I, I think there'll be, um, you know, maybe it's just me, <laughs> me being very optimistic for the, uh, for the specific theater and the stuff that I work for. But I think theaters that do things like that, like, like Alamo draft house, stuff like that, will have a little bit more of a distinct advantage in that way. It's like, Hey, we'll get more people in, we'll have more money. And then it just will kind of reinvigorate, uh, the theater process for sure. I think so too. And, um, I, you know, that's a really smart observation from, uh, Forbes. Honestly, I had not thought of the just wave of new releases that were going to be coming out, uh, in, in like immediately as the theater reopened with no older films playing or very few, right. There might be still a few like Disney might keep onward out there to see if people show up to see that, even though it's on Disney plus. Yeah. Um, did that come out? Does that come out this, uh, this coming week here? Yeah, uh, next week, I think April, like the first Friday in April or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's so, and, and we'll, we'll talk about that when, when that comes out. I, I've heard okay yeah. things. Um, anyway, uh, y- you know, they're trying this new strategy though. If you want to shift into talking yeah. about that, like, um, that I find really intriguing. It's something that uh, has been theorized many times over the years, but they've really just gone and done it because <laughs> there's been a lot of people so much pushback from 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 theaters and stuff. And then, of course, uh, the movie studios are really they balk at that. They, they talk a big game. But when it really comes to it, they they go, oh, we're going to release these, uh, you know, date and date or very, very close and get that window down to next to nothing. And the theater, you know, cries foul. 
uh, now there's no one to cry foul. They can kind of do whatever they want. And really, I, I don't know if it's him specifically, but I think he's one of the smartest guys working today. So I'm putting it in his lap uh, because I think it deservedly needs to be there. Uh, because two of his movies, Jason Blum's Flicks, are out on VOD right now. They had been released theatrically, but only for, let's say, what is it, a week or two maybe? Yeah, The Invisible Man, I think, had been out for, maybe it was its third week by the time it did uh, the switch to On Demand. Once everybody kind of, yeah. The Hunt had come out literally the Friday before everybody started shutting down, so less than seven days. Um, Just what a smart guy uh, that guy is. Uh, And I think Universal was behind this decision uh, well before, like, negotiating with whoever, but... Uh, for that business model, um, Blumhouse really, I think, understands things a little differently than even the bigwigs at Universal might. Um, but their strategy is really interesting to me. What Basically what they've done, right, they released, uh, what was it, The Invisible Man. Uh, they've released The Hunt. Uh, is The Hunt Warner? I can't remember. Ooh, I'm not sure if it's Warner. I don't know. Well, in any case, here's, here's what I know is Universal, right? Invisible Man... Emma, and they've announced that Trolls will also be uh, released uh, without any theatrical. That's what interests me here. That's the thing that people are glomming onto as kind of this uh, bellwether of, you know, this is the departure point or whatever. I think that the the one test case that will really start to kind of at least give us an idea. I think it signals something different. Mm -hmm. I think that that it signals that uh, Trolls World Tour is not good. What? Hold on now. And well, and <laughs> even though they'd make a bunch of money on the theatrical release, uh, you know, they can, uh, just pimp it out to, to needy parents who need to purchase things for their kids to keep them. Oh shut yeah. Up for large portions of the day. My, my sister, and her, her kid 20 is bucks a pop man. Sounds a lot better than taking you and your spouse and two or three children to the theater and spending $45 on movie tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, my 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 uh, my nephew has uh, been told discovered Space Jam and has watched it like five times in the uh, like three days, and so he's driving his mom insane at this point. So uh, they're trust me, at, at some point they're gonna be yeah, like, I, oh, twenty bucks to get them to watch something else for you know forty eight hours. That isn't Frozen two for the thirtieth time in the past two weeks? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, so I think that's a really interesting strategy, uh, and other studios are doing it. So Warner uh, did uh, Birds of Prey. Uh, which, you know, I think was partially a move to get it to boost some of its income, although it has done pretty well uh, considering it did not perform up to expectations. And uh, it should have. It was pretty good. I Yeah, I like that movie a lot. We can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we can throw off an episode since we've both seen it. Um, uh, but they also just did it with the, uh, the Ben Affleck movie, which had just been out. Uh, I think like the hunt had come out like the week prior. Yeah. One or two weeks at the most. Yeah. Um, Disney we're seeing is going to do it with onward. Uh, a 24. Is that who's behind uh portrait of a lady on fire? I think so. No neon neon. I think Th- those all, those all like, <laughs> they can, on, you could, you could spin a wheel and there's about but four the, different of those independents. Is <laughs> that they are, that they're also releasing like smaller films. Um, Yes, it's Neon, not A24. Okay. Uh, they're also releasing smaller films uh, direct 
uh, VOD that have already come out in theaters. Now, I think that's the important distinction. Like, Trolls really is the outlier here. Everything else had come out and made some money. This is about them shoring up the finances on those movies as best they can, I think. I don't think that it's going to lead to a culture of significant uh, day-and-date release strategies for the studios. Now, and I, th I think that the big number one reason you can see that is that Warner Brothers, Universal, uh, like tellingly Universal moved uh, uh, Fast 9 to next year. They moved that one fast and far, which I thought was yeah. interesting. Well, I think because the schedule is so full already. And one thing that you're going to see all of these studios do, and you will see more things bumped into next year, like Warner has cleaned its slate and only rescheduled like a couple of things. One of the things that they're going to run up into uh, as a problem is that the release schedule is so full already that they have no place to put them, where they're not either competing with another big film from another studio that they don't want to go up against, or their own movies that are being counter-programmed mm -hmm. to those bigger movies. And I think what you're going to see is, like Warner, like Universal, a lot of stuff's just going to get pushed back to next year. Yeah, it's it's there, there's certainly that chance of everything kind of going back. Wonder Woman's gotten pushed back. At least that one's still with uh, within the year, right? Yeah, it's in August now. So it pushed back a little bit, but like, and that'd be nice to see something like that. Just, but again, like part of me wants to see that, like that real big tent pole thing. And it's, there, it, it takes so much balls to do it. I don't know that anyone has the balls to have some big tent pole like that or fast nine or whatever come out and just be like, yo, this is how we're doing it. We're just dropping it right here and we're going to see what happens with it. And I think troll trolls Two or whatever this trolls world tour will be at least a small litmus test for how some of this works. Uh, but I will say this, and, and you, you tell me what your thoughts on this are, is that I think that they need to start expanding where they're offering these things because I think this is where you may come up with one of the problems, okay? Because you have uh, everyone goes, all right, so there's a new release out. Where do you go? You go to a movie theater. You've got tons of movie theaters with which to choose from. Go to any of those movie theaters. Chances are you're probably going to uh, be able to find the movie that you were looking for. That being said, when we go down to a horror, the, um, the home viewing and everything, uh-huh. Most of these things go to like have been going to like voodoo, right? Yeah, different places. I mean, it's because of the release windows for them all. Um, where basically they are trying to milk as much of the old style rental and licensing revenue first. Mm -hmm. So before they go to purchase or to in or into like a, a streaming deal with somebody like Netflix or what's eventually going to happen is like their own proprietary streaming service, right? Where yeah. nobody gets any content anymore. <laughs> what they're trying to do is get people to purchase the thing using voodoo or, or some other like iTunes or, or prime. And um, see, but so that's, that, that's, that's how that's I think what it limits be where that. it is, is they want you to buy the damn thing before uh, you can just watch it for free. It's, it's basically they're treating streaming services as the equivalent of like basic cable. Right. So, they want that window to be further out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess ultimately what what my point really is is that like I I okay, um voodoo's not the place that I normally go for things. No. You know, I I'll go to, you know, I'll go to iTunes, I'll go to Amazon. Those are the places that I normally rent from, and I feel like the fact that I can't like for example, go get the hunt in iTunes for $20 right now and stream that over in 4K and stuff is ridiculous. The fact that I would have to go to Vudu, that I'd have to go to some other site other than one of the major ones, and I know people are going to, somebody will argue, like, Vudu's big. It's not as big as, like, fucking iTunes, all right? Well, the, Shut well, up. The hunt, the hunt is on all those platforms. I think that's what they're doing with these, is the, like, everything's on iTunes, everything's on Prime. Is it? Because I'd only seen it, I mean, maybe I, maybe I just skipped it yeah. or, like, it didn't no, do. You, yeah, you can go out there and find it, though. Like, all that stuff's out there. They, they want it on as many platforms in this case as possible. Because they want people to actually pay the $20 to see it. So, right, like, I know that you can watch it on YouTube, Prime, Google Play. Invisible okay. Man the, may not be on iTunes, although it would seem weird that it's not. Okay, maybe maybe it was just, like, the first day or something, or maybe it didn't, like, come up for me. But, yeah, I'm seeing it now. So, okay, that's that's better. Because I it's just, but, like, that was one of the things. I'm like, I got to create a fucking Voodoo account. I'm like, I don't, I don't want this shit. Yeah, you, yeah, you can watch it on, on all the stuff, man. Okay, good. We'll, All right, you'll be okay. That 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 soothes me a little bit. Twenty dollars. <laughs> exactly. You know? Well, I, <laughs> that that was what was bug, but you know, you know, breaking my mind. I was just like, "Don't you want my money? Don't make me go to Voodoo, you son of a bitch." Yes, I agree. Don't. Do, no one should have to go to Voodoo. Right. For, for it's anybody. just like it should. feels like. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's with their association with Walmart, but I feel like I'm in a fucking Walmart if I'm using Voodoo. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's like I bought the great value brand of, of movie streaming services. I don't need that shit in my life. I want something that's nice. I want to go into the Apple store. I don't want to go into the Walmart. Come on. That's funny. And if I'm paying the same price, by God, put me in the Apple store. <laughs> oh so uh, things are things are strange. Things are different. And uh, we're going to adapt to some of those times. And hopefully, uh, you know, you guys will tag along for all these things. And, uh, you know. Email us at thefilmfind at gmail.com. What would you like us to uh, cover? We've got all those streaming services the same as you do, and uh, we'd like to hear from you. So uh, thefilmfind at gmail.com. We back, bitches. Uh, so that's it. Uh, you'll get an episode in maybe a day or two. Just uh, check, your, check, check your feed here. That's why you subscribe to this thing, man. Uh, so thank you to all of you very, very fine folks. And uh, Matt, is there anywhere else they can? Can they follow you in the Twitters? You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Boyd Smith. You can follow me on Instagram, which I think is the more fun place to follow me. Oh, it's uh, the fun one. Do the fun one, kids. At Matt <laughs> underscore Boyd underscore Smith. Although Twitter, I try to have some fun. It's just I'm depressed and I uh, hate everything. Be, so, be smart like uh, me with Twitter. Twitter. Is, is like an angry output for me, so it's fun. Be, I, I'm smart with Twitter. I like... I. And one thing that I do love about it is that I can filter out all the stuff that I don't want. Oh, it makes oh, life so much better. But like it is for me, it's like uh, that, that's a platform for me to like uh, have opinions on. Yeah. Instagram is like, hey, here's all the stuff I'm reading and shit. Check out the picture of this dog. That's what you like. So uh, yeah. follow us on all the things uh, at Adam Portress on Twitter and uh, the film find on Twitter and stuff as well. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Give me the music, make me jump from 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 Give me the music, make me jump from
How does it feel when you got no toilet paper, man? When I got no po- toilet paper? When you got no toilet paper. When you got no TP. You got no, that I don't g- know. I got it. Yeah. it's uh, As long as you can get a little bit, that's all you really need. And you get the old, uh, what, what, what was that thing where you, <laughs> you take the one piece and then you fold it up and pit the little part off and like... <laughs> It's where you slide around your finger and <laughs> that's gross shit. You do when you're fucking five. All right, so that's a good one. We'll do more uh, after that.